Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. I trust that you'll be blessed with this word as I'll be speaking from the theme, Let the Fire Fall on Me. It's amazing that in reading it, going back over it, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about fire. Fire. Hmm. Fire. Holy Ghost fire. Spirit unctionized fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost. And so, I pray that in the process of the delivery of this word, that the fire will fall on you. I want to see some hands before I get started that want the fire to fall on them. Well, then you're going to help me. <laughs> I got some helpers today. I want you to note that there are some answers that we'll find in this particular chapter. Answers to questions like, what made the first century church so impactful? What was it that gave them such miraculous power? until they spoke healing and it happened. Doors that were shut were open. Prison doors fell. Chains fell off. Pathways opened like streams in the desert. Influence, even though they may not have had the education level, that many of their opposers had, yet they were able to turn the world upside down when we know they were really turning it right side up. Am I right? But one city declared, these who have turned the world upside down have come here to do the same. Impactful. So much so that many of the early Church historians noted that by the close of the first century, there were 500,000 believers. Wait a minute. 500,000 believers. Archbishop and others have declared it. And it's amazing when we consider our times with all of our modern technology that they remind us of. Hmm? They didn't even have the telephone like we used to have in so many different pieces and parts. But look at what happened. What was the reason for this phenomenal growth? Phenomenal growth and impactful lifestyles. 
It was because of the fire. It was because of the fire of the Holy Ghost. It was because God kept his promise. They waited generations for the promise, the prophetic promise to be fulfilled. And the promise is that when you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall have power. You shall have power. Nothing is worse than to have need of power and be minus of it. To the extent that you are aware, I need it, but I don't have it. How am I going to get it? Where will I find it? The Christian church is more than just an organization. It's an organism. It is that which lives and moves and has its being in God. So the prophecy was, when the Holy Ghost comes, you shall receive power. And that is because Joel, ages before, prophesied. So much so, until when it happened, and they were concerned as to what was going on, Peter simply said, this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. I want to tell somebody today, look at your own life and come to the realization that much of what's happening to you right now is because it was prophesied. And if people want to know what's going on with you, just let them know this is that. Which was prophesied. You see, God is organized. I said God is organized. Organized to the T. There is nothing that he has overlooked. He knows you. He knows where you would be. He knows where you are right now. He knows your circumstance. He knows your condition. He knows all that you are facing right now. And by the way, it's a part of prophecy. It's, it's amazing when you look at it. Read it again. Especially when you read verse 3. It says, and there appeared unto them. Who are they? But appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. It's more than a shake of the hand. It's more than a wave of the hand. It's a personal encounter with the Holy Ghost himself. You and I have that privilege to have that kind of an encounter. But the thing that blessed me is that when it happens, it is like fire. The psalmist said it's like fire shut up in my The prophet says, like fire, shut up in my. Jeremiah said, I can't stop preaching. I mean, I don't feel like it. 
Y'all have gotten on my nerves. You're putting me through a whole lot of stuff. I'm not preaching anymore. But he had to conclude. I can't stop now. He said, because it's like fire shut up in my bones. Three points of this message. One, the commune. Two, the communication. And three, the communicants. Stay tuned and be blessed and enriched. That the fire would fall on you. So then, the commune must now be engaged in communication. Communication. Now they're going to have to start relating. So what's happening is they're talking and they're expressing and they are doing it not out of their ability, but as the Spirit gave utterance. And that's what I am so grateful for this morning. Is that I don't have to figure out everything. The Spirit will give utterance. The Spirit will give utterance. What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Will it be right with Brianna? No, no, no. The Spirit will give utterance. That's why those of us who receive this truth this morning, if this is what you're receiving, then you submit yourself to his operation so that he will use you to do some stuff. Not just to get you through, but to do some stuff. To be proactive in getting some things done that you could not do without him. That's why if this morning you know that you are in the commune, then it's time for you to start to communicate. Somebody else needs to know what got you to where you are. Somebody else needs to know. It looks like I haven't been through anything because if I were to look like what I've been through, I don't look like what I've been through because he brought me through. Are you listening to me? Y'all better receive this truth because don't let me just enjoy all of it myself because I, you know, I've been, anyway. But, but I'm saying he brought me through. So now it's communication time. That means that those people that were there, the Parthians, the Medes, the Elamites, those from Macedonia, those from Pontus, those from Cappadocia, those from Phrygia, those from Pamphylia and other places. Wait a minute. God had them on his mind. So it was not just about the brethren, the 120 in the upper room, getting the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's what God wanted them to get baptized to do. God's eyes was on those folk who need to know the wondrous works of God. That they didn't know in Pamphylia, didn't know in Cappadocia, didn't know in all these other places. They didn't know. But now... Guess how they're going to know from people who didn't know. (laughs) They didn't even know the language they were speaking. God just used their instruments to speak out, giving utterance. But what did they communicate? 
not their own ideas, not their own plans, not their own strategies. What did they communicate? The wondrous works of God. Check it out. Look at verse 11 in chapter 2 of Acts. They were doing it as God gave utterance. Can somebody just agree with me? It's time to take your hands off. It's time to stop fighting with God, arguing with God, wrestling with God, because God knows where to touch you. He knows how to touch you so you come out of that experience limping. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? You can go through a Jacob experience. Are you listening to me? Stop wrestling with God. I want some honest people right now. How many people are sitting up in this church today who want to be honest enough to admit I have been wrestling with God? May I give you some advice this morning? Stop wrestling. Rest. Rest! Just rest. I want to see the hands of people who are going to just put it all in God's hands and just rest. I want y'all to hear me this morning. Just put it in his hands. All you don't understand, all the stuff that don't seem like it's working out right, just put it in his hands. And then rest. See, my job is I'm just a messenger. I'm just giving you a message. And the message is stop wearing yourself out about stuff you can't make happen. Rest in God. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God have mercy. Give me a witness, somebody. Give me a witness. Give me a witness, somebody. God said just rest. Somebody needs to just understand that. I want to see people who made up their mind right now. I'm going to just rest in him. I'm not going to try to fix it. I'm not going to try to do my little part to make it like I think it ought to be. I'm just going to say, God, here it is. I'm giving you utterance this morning. The utterance is not what I thought. Utterance is what I heard. Ask the Holy Spirit. At a particular time, what are you doing with me? How much more? <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. 
So just settle down. And know that I'm still on schedule. What God meant will come to pass. Everything you have come through is in God's ledger. And all of it is amounting to your positioning. Where are you? It's time to communicate. Let him use you to speak to that person on your job. Let him use you to speak to that person that he keeps putting in your path and you have not done it. Let him him open up to you vistas of influence. Say communicate. I don't mean tell your own ideas. I'm saying what the Holy Spirit has prompted in your spirit. When you do that, it's not you speaking. It's him speaking through you. Somebody's getting it? Every man heard in our own language or in our own tongue. I mean, the language we're in, we were born. (laughs) What did you hear? Verse 11, the wonderful works of God. Lastly, the communicants. The commune who must communicate. Now, The communicants. The communicants is a word that simply means the believers, the members of, the partners, those who have been involved in the process of communicating to the point that you become a part of. When we spend our time in God's presence personally, Worship him sincerely. Believe him implicitly. We become communicants. To the extent that we are not only able to communicate, but but we become a part of what we are communicating. The church is the body of Christ. It belongs to him. Jesus said, I will build it. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Church is the body of Christ. Turn to the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall what? Come to pass when? Afterward. That I will what? On all flesh. And your what? Right, and what? And your young men? 
Watch this now. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days, I will. You getting it? And I will show what? Wonders. Where? In the heavens. And where? And blood. And what? And what? And what? I'm going to show fire. Pillars of it. I'm going to show it. My people. Can handle the heat. My people can handle the heat. Because with all that he's saying is going to happen, he also includes fire to the degree that you got pillars of smoke. This thing is burning. That's where we are right now. With all we're going through with COVID, we're going through a, a, a period of, 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 of going through the fire. Fire can be destructive and fire can be constructive. Depends on how it's used. Fire represents the outworking of divine energy. It's where God gets in and does what only fire can do. The old saints used to say, I've been baptized with fire. And they would look at you and you're saying, baptized with fire. And you're looking like this. I mean, you would expect somebody to say, I was baptized with fire. No, no, I was baptized with fire. <laughs> Jesus promised that when you are baptized, you will receive what? Power. Dunamis. Force. Exusia. Authority. Archie. Rulership. I sincerely trust that you've been blessed through this word. You know, there's an old story of a man who lived in a particular community where he would never attend a certain church. Though he was invited many times, he would never attend. But that church caught a fire once. And when it did, the community came out to try and to, you know, quench the flame only to look to the side and see a man who would not come to the church helping to throw water on the flame. And the question was asked him, how is it that you come to church? And you would never come when we would give you the invitations. He simply said, your church was never on fire before. Perhaps it's time for us to let the church catch a fire. Let the fire fall on me. Let it fall on the commune. Let it fall with communication. And let it fall through the communicants. I trust that you've been blessed. Until next time, and we shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts to living.
Concepts can change your life today.